Welcome to Riff Ram Review, your TCU sports talk home right here on 88.7 KTCU. Here are your hosts, Seth Dowdle, Ian Nepetian, and Zion Trammell. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to Riff Ram Review right here live on 88.7 The Choice, your choice for college radio. My name's Ian Nepetian, and tonight I'm joined alongside Zion Trammell and Seth Dowdle, but we also have a very, very special guest joining us here from TCU Baseball, Curtis Burton. Curtis, welcome to the show. Super glad to have you. How's, how's everything going today? Seriously, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, everything's going good. You know, we just finished up fall practice, all that stuff. Um, you know, getting into finals week next week, so that's always going to be a good time. And, uh, yeah, that's what it's all about. There you go. And, and fall, fall ball wrapped up, just like you said, a couple weeks ago, right before Thanksgiving. So things are kind of winding down on that practice front, but yep. but still just going going hard hard with school, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's always a stressful time for everybody, especially, you know, next week with all the finals and everything like that. I'm pretty lucky. I only got one next week on Friday. So, I mean, that's oh, really – that's huge. Yeah. I mean, it kind of kind of sucks it's on Friday rather than yeah. on Monday yeah. or something. But, no, it's fine, week. though. It'll be good. There you go. There you go. So, so briefly, hey, just, you know uh, – I mean, a lot of the guys are just, just a lot of the listeners know who you are, but just tell, tell some of our listeners about yourself, um, just a little background about who Curtis Byrne is. Yeah, so I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Um, I played baseball at, or I went to high school at uh, Christian Brothers College High School out in St. Louis. Uh, one of five kids, you know, big family, so, you know, big support staff. Um, yeah, I came to TCU. I committed my junior year of high school. I was originally committed to Indiana University my freshman year. They had a coaching change and my junior year of high school. And then um, t- I knew somebody, so Brian Howard. So we played for the same high school travel ball team. So we had the same coach. And I asked, so TCU was always my dream school to go to. So I reached out to my coach, and he uh, you know, got linked up with the coaches and stuff. They watched me play. Couple weeks later, I took a visit, and you know, the rest is history. Sweet man, that's that's awesome. I mean, we're 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 super glad that you're at TCU now. I mean, you've been killing it on uh, on the field, and I mean, just just sim- simply, how, how is growing up in in in, uh, in St. Louis? I mean, you're, are, are you from St. Louis or just out of there? I, I saw Chesterfield pop. Yeah, up. so I'm about 20 minutes out of downtown. Okay. Um, yeah, growing up in St. Louis is awesome. You know, huge sports town, especially you know the Cardinals and yeah. Blues. You know, it used to be the Rams back in the day, but ended up going to LA. But no, it's been awesome. You know, really fortunate. Uh, community, the huge into, into baseball and hockey. Yeah. That's the other thing too, especially in football. Um, had a lot of really good players that uh, out of that area, especially in baseball. And um, no, it was awesome growing up there. So, so how'd you get into playing catcher? How was how's that for for you? Yeah, you know, so I don't really run that well. So <laughs> they kind of they look around the field and you know outfield, not really a good good guy to have out there. So. Uh, I played third base a little bit in high school, but, you know, I really started catching, I would say. You know, it's always my primary position, but um, we had a really good catcher my freshman, sophomore year of high school. And so I played third base and first base, and then my sophomore year I started catching towards the back end of it. And, you know, ever since then, it's, you know, been a blessing. It's been awesome. It's a... It's definitely a very demanding position, and you know it's great. Yeah, we can. All, I can always appreciate a catcher, man. I tried it one a couple times. Not for me, man. That is <laughs> such a difficult position to play. So always appreciative of catchers for sure. Yeah, you got. It's a tough position. You got a lot of people counting on you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got to protect the umpire. Uh, yeah. The one time yeah. I the, the no, one yeah. time I caught, I let a, a ball hit the umpire's shin. Well, I didn't let it. It was I didn't mean to do it. I yeah. uh, but he he looked at me like I had just murdered his children. Like he, he was so mad at me. You probably weren't stealing any strikes after that either. You you no, was I wasn't. I mean, framing was not my strong suit either. So that's awesome. And and 
when when I was kind of doing doing just some some research for for the show, I saw that you were drafted by your hometown team, the Cardinals, yeah. the 38th round in 2019. I mean, you know, obviously you're here at TCU now, but what was that like? Just just having that moment of hey, the the, the cards came calling. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, you know, of course, it's a you know childhood dream to get drafted by your hometown team, especially in St. Louis. You know, Cardinal Nations, it's a real deal. Especially, I don't know if you guys have ever been to a St. Louis game, but it's, you know, especially Bush, it's it's a whole new environment. You know, they love their team. But it's funny, so I was actually at TCU when I got drafted. I was going through orientation and like, frog camp, and I got a phone call from a random number. And I'm like, oh, like, what is this? And then I answered it, and it was the Cardinals. They are like, yeah, we've drafted you, whatever. Dang. And I'm like, man, this is awesome. So it was really cool yeah. just, you know, being able to get drafted, especially like that. And, uh, no, it was definitely a blessing, and, you know, really thank them for it. Yeah. I'm a Texas Rangers fan, so 2011 with David Freeze still kind of haunts me a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that, that stadium went crazy when that happened. So. It's crazy. Yeah, he was actually one of my, my heroes growing up, yeah. especially. Yeah. Uh, hey. Yeah, I'm I sure know. he was. <laughs> I know. I'm sure. Hey, yeah, especially after that. Me. Yeah. That was pretty insane. Now, you came to TCU in 2020, obviously. Well, well, sorry, that was your first season playing um, was, was in 2020. Yep. And obviously that was short, and I think maybe you played maybe five or six games you know, just before the season was called. And mm-hmm. through that, I mean, now you guys have the phenomenal season last year. What was that like? I mean, the ups and downs, I mean, and, and just that run that you guys went on at the end to win the Big 12 tournament, uh, you guys went to the NCAA regionals, super regionals here at Lupton, and then making it to the College World Series. Talk talk us through what that whole experience was like for for the team and and for yourself. Yeah, so we just uh, you know we just got swept by West Virginia at West Virginia, and I think we were like twenty three and twenty at this point. So it was kind of it was definitely a low for the season. We're all like you know kind of what's going on, um, everything like that, but. You know, I think for us, it was really it was being very positive about it and making sure that, you know, we were all there for each other. And, you know, I think it all made us grow, you know, closer, especially through that adversity. Um, just to look back on that after getting swept and our flight got delayed like five hours, we're like, oh, my gosh, of course. And, you know, got back home and you know, we really had to make a decision on what we we're going to do with the rest of the season. You know, because it's, you know, a lot of teams, you know, they could pack it in there and say, you know what, whatever, you know, why us, why this? But, you know, we didn't really have that mindset. We had the mindset of, you know, we're going to figure out how to figure this out. And, you know, we're going to make this season, you know, the most of it. So, yeah, it was crazy, especially winning the Big 12 tournament, really got hot down the stretch um, and then ended up going to the Arkansas Regional. You know, played really well there, um, really cool environment to go play at. And um, after that, you know, of course, you know, Indiana State, that super regional, it was, you know, electric environment. I mean, I know you guys were at all the game and stuff. Yeah. But, no, it was unbelievable just in terms of, you know, the support from the TCU community and everything like that. You know, I think we had – we were talking about earlier, we broke the attendance record. is over 9,000 yeah. people, which, you know, that's crazy, especially for, you know, a so-called, you know, small school in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. So, no, it was awesome. Yeah, that's that was pretty cool to see all that and to see everyone come together for that. Uh, so, for you last year – I know you kind of went through some ups and downs, but there was kind of a moment during the season where things just started to click for you at the plate. And towards the end of the season, it just felt like you were getting on base every single time. So what for you felt like was the moment, like what what clicked for you at the plate? Yeah, so for me, it was all about getting healthy. So I had that back injury that, you know, I was out for a couple of weeks. I think it was about a month. And it was just for me, I was just trying to get healthy, get back on the field. Um, 
especially, you know, it's, it's tough to do in some circumstances because, you know, back injuries, it's kind of everything you do. It's, it's nagging. You know, I couldn't even touch my toes at one point. Mm-hmm. Right after it happened, I got banged up at OU, and I couldn't move. So I was out for a couple weeks, had back spasms, and then, you know, I really turned the, turned the page with the season. I think the – for me personally, um, I think the UT series is really what, what helped me. Um, started playing well, and then, you know, towards the back end of the year, you know, ended up playing really well. But, you know, as a team, that's you know, awesome. Couldn't be more prouder of the guys that uh, I went to battle with and, you know, everything that we did last year. You know, it was awesome going to Omaha and everything like that. But, you know, the ultimate goal is to win a national championship. You know, it's cool to say that you went, but it's all about winning it this year. That's the only thing that matters. There you go. Yeah, and, and kind of just piggybacking off of what Zion said, right? I mean, there, there's that point where it clicked and, you know, coming back healthy always helps, right? Um there was a point there, again, just like you said, right after that, that West Virginia series that you guys won. After that, you guys won 22 of the next 28. Yeah. Um, again, winning the Big 12 tournament. And then also from late May to early June, you guys scored 80 runs in seven games. What was maybe clicking, not just for you, but also for the team in that period? Was was there something that the team was just feeling a little better and, and, and just, just, just the, the whole vibes were better? What what was kind of going on in the clubhouse maybe? I think for you know, for us it was you know, it was never a question of the talent. It was just, you know, a matter of fact that we were just going through a tough stretch. And, you know, the hardest thing to do is just to keep showing up and keep plugging away. And that's exactly what we did, you know, and our you know, it ended up happening and it worked out very well for us towards the end of the year. But man, I mean, it was tough though. You know, towards the middle of the season, especially whenever you know, like we said earlier, 23 and 20. You know, just trying to just stay positive and just know that there's still another half of the season left, and yeah. there's a lot more you know ball to be played. And you know, the best time of the year to play you know well is of course towards the back half, and especially getting hot right before the postseason, especially during the regional and everything like that. It's just all about getting in the tournament. That's all like that matters. Yeah. Would you say like you guys sort of fed off each other in the lineup? Just when you see other people producing at the plate, that kind of boost your confidence a little yeah. bit and just hitting's contagious you can 100 percent. yeah you know i mean hitting's the hardest thing to do in all sports of course as you know we all know um but i think for us it's just you know we just had really good chemistry throughout the lineup and we just started figuring things out all throughout the back half of that year you know especially like you were saying hitting is so contagious it's i don't know why it's like that it just it just happens you know we just kept showing up putting our work in you know, getting in, you know, early work, all that stuff, and you know, it started to pay off towards the back end of the year. Uh, would you say that? I don't know. Perhaps what y'all were wearing played a role as well. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the BP tops—they were a little smelly, but <laughs> what uh, did was there like a did that? I don't know if I recall. Did y'all just like wear those once and then start winning and playing well and then continue to wear them, or was it like a like a process where you accidentally ran into the superstition sort of, of sorts? No, I mean I would say so. We played uh, DBU in a home game on that Tuesday, and we started wearing the BP tops. Won that game, and then went on a roll. So it's like you know why change anything, especially you know whenever you're playing that well. It's you know we're not gonna we're not you know we're eating the same thing every day. You know we're doing you know all that stuff especially for me. But, um, you know, I had my same routine with my coffee and with my energy drink right before the game. You know, very, I mean, you know, hate to say it, but baseball guys are sometimes very superstitious with that yeah. stuff. So, yeah. can't, call, call us crazy, but, I mean, it's just, it was working at the time, so. Did, yeah. did you get tired of IHOP by the time Yeah, you can thank Trey Richardson for that. <laughs> yeah. But, no, it was, I mean, it tasted better every time after every win, so. Yeah. That, that, that's good. I, it was really funny watching uh, – 
those jerseys slowly fall apart as the, oh, as the season was, yeah. was rolling. We had to some the guys end. with holes in them. I had <laughs> oh, a whole, like my four, my back was falling off. We had to get re, you know, stitch and everything. Oh, it was brutal. But no, it was, it was awesome. I mean, just you know, playing that well as a as a unit all the way through it. I mean, it's kind of funny how the you know the jerseys they just they happen to you know be like that. Yeah, but, yeah. So so any word on those cream jerseys coming back for this year? Is is is, is it going to come back into the usual? I think you know, so. Thing? Yeah, I okay. think that's the deal. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. So. Okay. We'll see. Okay. You know, that was kind of a, a last year thing. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. It became like a storyline during the College World Series. Like the announcers were talking about it every single game about that being, you know, y'all's superstition. Yeah. It was, pretty, <laughs> it was like, it was, it was pretty funny, honestly. I loved it. You know. Yeah. Because, I mean, Nike does an awesome job with, you know, our jerseys and everything yeah. like that. And then, you know, wearing the BP tops yeah. like every game. So it was, it was awesome, though. They're like, you sure? Like, these are the ones you want to wear. <laughs> like, okay. So, so going back to you, obviously, you know, I mean, I, I felt like at that t- towards the back end of the season, it's funny. I, I I wrote an article about you and kind of that resurgence that you had, and I I said in the article that I feel like you and Carson Bowen were the one of the best catcher, you know, two two like two way cat- catcher tandems in the nation at the time. And for you though, because you did switch from being an everyday catcher to really moving into that DH role, what was that like for you? Maybe in terms of preparation, yeah. mentally as well, because you're just going up to hit. I mean, what what was that like for you? 100. percent You know, uh, you know, being a catcher, you got to be in tune every play of the game, and you know, it's it's a, it's not really it's not a tough thing to do, but you have to you know have a mental fortitude to do it. So you switch over to DHing and you got to hit four or five times a game. It's a little bit different because you're in the dugout and you got to, you know, try to find things to do in terms, you know, my prep work and everything like that was all the same. But in terms of, you know, being in the game and being, you know, maybe I got to be locked in, I would say maybe like five hitters before I had to go hit because you can't be too locked in the entire game because that's, you know, it's going to be way too much. It's going to drain you and you need to be fresh right whenever you go hit. So that's really that was the biggest adjustment for me is, you know, just trying to find, you know, my hourglass in terms of when to get ready and when to get my mind right. So moving into off season now, you know, now that the season ended, fall ball, summer ball, I think a lot of people wonder what do baseball players, what do you guys do during the off season? What do you prepare for and what do you work on during during the off season? Yeah, so especially, um, you know, this time of year, you know, with finals. So we'll, you know, we're off. We'll just work out and do, you know, just stuff like that around the field, work out in the weight room, do all that stuff. And then um, we'll go home and we'll, you know, have two and a half weeks of our own prep work. And, you know, they always give us a plan on what to do and everything like that. So it's really it's the most crucial time of the year because it's it's a huge separator in terms of getting you ready for whenever you come back on January third, which that's our uh, report date when we come back and start getting active, everything like that. Start working out as a team again, and uh, you know just being around campus and stuff. Go to you know hit the field, do all that stuff. You know, because um, like we can't really do any like actual team practice. I think it's like the 16th or something. So like it's kind of all on us just to like go to the field, go work out, and have you know just uh, meetings like that. And then during the summer is, so for me, after this past year, I was banged up. So I stayed, I didn't play summer ball, but I've played summer ball every year. And that's what a lot of the guys do. They'll play, you know, go out and play all summer, play like 30 or 40 games. Awesome experience. Just like go somewhere and go play for the summer, you know, meet some really good dudes and you kind of go from there. But for me, I worked out this entire summer, you know, got healthy, um, you know, was really focused on the year and, you know, just trying to get healthy, my body right. 
So how do you feel right now, currently? Hundred percent. Yeah, I feel a lot better. Yeah, okay. that's that's good. Go. That's good to hear. So Love good, to yeah. hear that. Yeah, um, it's funny you mentioned summer ball because before the show you mentioned that you're roommates with Sam Stottenborough, right? Yep. Yeah. So my brother, he goes to a JC. He played summer ball, and he actually played against uh, Sam during oh, during crazy. the summer. And he he texted me because he's like, "There's this guy on the team, like Sam Stottenborough." I'm like from TCU he's like yeah and uh my brother's a PO so he didn't get to face him but I was like wow that's just it's just crazy that you know you face there's leagues out there where yeah. these all these D1 you know D2 players even JC players come together and just play on the same field and it's there. yeah it's something else so I played in the uh, Cape Cod League the past oh, you know, yeah. for two years yeah. it was an unbelievable experience it's so weird because you'll literally just go out in the middle of nowhere basically you feel like you know you're back in a time machine you go out you know northeast cape cod and you're literally playing you know in high school and like middle school fields like my my home field was an elementary school oh wow! and it's a really cool experience and like you're getting all these guys from you know across the country just these you know absolute dudes and you know your teammates of them and you know brothers of them for three months and then you leave and then you know you try to stay in contact with them and stuff like that but it's like your best friends for three months and then you know, you got to leave and, you know, pick up all your stuff and then go back to, you know, your programs and stuff like that. But, no, it's an unbelievable experience just, like, networking like that because it's just so unique because you'll be able to hang out with these guys. You know, you're with them eight hours a day yeah. for three months, and then you have to end up going back, you know, to your programs and yeah. stuff. But, no, it's it's an unbelievable experience. Yeah, it must be cool to have, like, different teammates and just, like, a new environment to play baseball in, and you guys are just out there having fun. I can't, that must be pretty cool. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. No, it's it's so cool, especially, you know, you see him, you know, playing the Big 12, of course, you know, I always, you know, catch up a bunch of my buddies and stuff like that, played several ball with them, and you just, like, know everybody through the, the grapevine and, like, all throughout the network, so it's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It, um, it, it seems like a very pure baseball environment, like, there's no, like, bells and whistles, if that makes any sense. Like, yeah. it's literally, as you said, an elementary school, or, like, uh, I read a book once, and like the stands are just like it's an elementary school. It's, it's like these You're, kids are just coming to their playing ball, and then they go home. It's 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 it's. I want to go to. A, I want to go because uh, I just want to see what that's like, and, and it's 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 cool to it's cool to know someone now that played in it. Yeah, it's that you know it's it was an awesome experience for me. It's you know like you were saying, it's the purest form of baseball. You know, it's there's 500 people in the stands. You know, a lot different than. You know, here we'll have like 6,000 people in the stands and you have 500 people and, you know, playing wood bats, of course, you know, awesome. It's just a little bit different. Yeah. And, yeah, no, it's it's crazy in terms of just how it is. And, you know, you have all these really good players out there and they go out play for the whole summer. And, no, it's it's definitely it's awesome. So Yeah, and now with this team, with this TCU team, there has been a lot of change, a lot of roster turnover. So, really, who – is there anyone that you've seen in particular that stood out to you so far uh, that you know maybe TCU fans could watch out for? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, guys like you know we got guys you know from the portal and stuff. So um, of course, like guys like Peyton Chatnier, like Peyton Tolley, all those guys. You know, really good players, really good leadership coming in. Um, you know, we just picked up just a lot of really good pieces for us this year. It's really exciting, you know, going into it just because you know watch this fall and how competitive it was, and it was just awesome just watching you know everything go about you know everyone go about their business and kind of. Everyone kind of has different backgrounds from different schools and stuff. And now you're coming, you know, to TCU, and it's all we're, you know, we're all fighting for the same common goal to win a national championship. Yeah. Now, now, kind of with that roster turnover, you guys have also brought in some some additional coaches um, for you, Brian Howard, having that connection with him yeah. and um, Evan Skalg. Both of those guys were drafted in 2017, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, you know, with them being 
former TCU guys, guys that were in your guys' shoes as student athletes and then also went up and beyond to then get drafted. What is it like having them on the coaching staff to help you guys out from a day-to-day? Yeah, I mean, you got seven years of college baseball experience right there and guys that went to, you know, they went to Omaha every year they were here. And, you know, uh, Coach Scout was giving me trouble the other day. He was saying, you know, better not ruin my perfect attendance, you know, <laughs> Omaha. But, no, it's awesome having guys like that here uh, just in terms of, you know, their leadership and everything. You know, you can pick their brain about anything. And, you know, they'll tell you straightforward, you know, what it is, what they see. Having guys like, too, like Brian Howard, he's been phenomenal with the pitching staff. And, you know, Coach Scout's been doing an awesome job, too, with the hitters and, you know, with our base running and everything like that. So it's, you know, really good to have those guys here, especially, you know, especially from that experience standpoint and in terms of you know relationships that we all have with them you know awesome people so uh we talked about the roster turnover and last year a lot of players from last year's team got drafted uh what was it like to see like teammates and brothers go off to the next level um because i saw that one video of uh who who were the i don't remember the two players uh Fontenelle and someone else yeah, at, the, at the draft, and uh, Michael Petrie. Yes, yeah. uh, and and that was cool to see. You know, like just, just supporting fellow TCU brethren when when Braden got drafted. But how was that to see uh, a bunch of your teammates go on to the, play the next level? No, it's awesome. You know, just to see them. You know, you know, fulfill their dream, especially you know with like Braden getting drafted in the first round. You know, awesome experience. Um, you know, just phenomenal just seeing those guys just be able to you know live out their dream and that's just the coolest thing for me it's you know watching my teammates and everything like that just continue to do what they're doing you know we'll always like see them around campus and stuff like that especially around the winter they'll always come back to work out that's been the really coolest thing too with TCU baseball in terms of you know we all of our pro guys come back and work out our facilities they all work out with you know coach Dakin and it's just awesome having them around just you know another resource too to come you know pick their brain about their experience at TCU and in terms of you know how was it whenever you were here and stuff and um, what else like what suggestions do you have especially moving forward and you can also pick their brain too about pro ball and kind of you know what they're going through so it's it's awesome just to be able to have that relationship with them and you know, just pick their brain about stuff sure now off the back of just what was a great you know 2023 season what are you most excited about in 2024 with this team? What gets you going in the morning and you're like, hey, th- like this is a special group? What's different about this team maybe from last year? And what, what's just getting you ready for, for this season? Yeah, so I think for me it's um, the brotherhood that we have. I mean, it was a very tight-knit group last year too. But, you know, I think we, we're clicking very quick this year in terms of with all the guys, you know, really, really good teammates. And that's the thing, you know. Just really good human beings to be around every day. That's the thing. It's it's a blessing just to have guys, you know, all in your corner, you know, brothers for life. And it's just awesome just having them around. And the thing for me, I think it's, you know, the culture of TCU, it's what's going to, you know, push us to, you know, move forward and go to Omaha and go win a national championship. So, I mean, the the biggest thing for all of us, the you know, the biggest end-all, be-all is to go win a national championship. And that's the only thing that matters. That's what gets everybody up in the morning, you know, going to weights, you know, going to work out, go – you know, go to class, go to go practice, go do everything. It's all about, you know, winning, and that's really the biggest thing. Yeah, and that's kind of something is that you've told the new players coming in, like, this is the standard now. This is what you should be expecting when you come to TCU. Is that kind of been the message as well? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's always been a winning culture, especially, you know, especially the guys that we get in here, all really, really good competitors. And, you know, that's the thing that everyone just cares about winning. And at the end of the day, whenever you have a bunch of, you know, we have 40 guys that only care about winning, you're going to, you know, have success. But, no, that's really the biggest thing I think moving forward. It's just we have a bunch of guys that want to compete and, you know, want to be at the field and, you know, want to go, you know, work their tails off. And that's really been the biggest thing this year. 
heading into the season, what's what what are some things that as uh, I guess with your game specifically that you've tweaked or things that you've gone back to work on and saying, hey, I want to get better at this or. Do you set those goals for yourself before the season saying, hey, I want to see improvement here. I want to see improvement there. What have you been kind of working on? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, for me personally, it's been kind of all aspects of my game, especially defensively. You know, I think the biggest thing for me, actually, it's been just getting healthy and you know, going from there, especially working on my defense, you know, keep you know, cleaning up my swing, you know, keep working on you know, certain things I need to work on, especially in the cage. And really just separating everything. And, you know, whenever I get on the field, it's all about just competing and making sure I'm taking it day by day and not, you know, looking too much in the future, too much in the past, and make sure I'm just really staying on that present moment and not worrying about, you know, too much. So I think that's really been the biggest thing for me. It's just, you know, really focusing on what I can do today on, like, you know, this hour, you know, at practice and stuff. So, yeah, no, I mean, we're, we're, we're really excited for the season coming up. And I mean, it's, it, it's looking like a tough schedule at the start. But mm-hmm. after last season, I mean, there, there's no doubt that, that you guys got it in you. So, no, you know, it'll be awesome. Yeah, it's always, uh, you know, really exciting, you know, go play those, you know, teams early yeah. and, you know, it'll be awesome. So, well, we've been grilling you long enough. But before <laughs> we let you go, I think we should have. Uh, a little rapid-fire segment, if, if you're down, Curtis. Absolutely, let's do it. All righty. Welcome to the Riff Ram Review Rapid Fire Corner. Here we go. Curtis, I have 10 or so questions for you here. All right, let's you do have it. 10 seconds or less to answer these. All uh, right, come on. Here we go. Favorite superhero? Batman. Favorite sport other than baseball? Football. Favorite sports memory? Uh, going Omaha. Uh, favorite planet? Jupiter. Favorite artist, musical or painting? I don't know. Morgan Wallen. Oh, oh nice. Okay. nice. Invisibility or super strength? Super strength. Do you think it's wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? <laughs> I pass. <laughs> <laughs> Probably smart. Uh, what's for dinner tonight? What are you eating? Gonna get some steak. Oh, nice. Favorite Christmas movie? Oh, Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Favorite baseball movie? Oh my gosh, that's a good one too. Uh, Major League. And finally, mm. would you rather climb a mountain or jump from a plane? Climb a mountain, 100. percent Okay. And that concludes go. the Rare Frame Review Rapid Fire Corner. Love it. Those are some great questions. I I, I got to pick out Major League. That's one of my favorites. I'm 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 a big Joe Boo guy. I oh believe in gosh. Joe Boo. I summon him when I want either TCU or the A's to you know pull through with a with a big win. I love Major League. It's such yeah. such a great movie. It's Wild a thing, man. It's unbelievable. It's timeless. I mean, all the stuff in there, it's it's all accurate. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so favorite superhero, Batman. It's also my favorite superhero, so <laughs> super valid answer there. Uh, who is your favorite uh, Batman? That is – okay, so Tough. for me, I'm going to have to say the Christian Bale. Yep. Yes. Because, I mean, the Dark Knight with the Joker, I mean, that's one of the – the George best Clooney, movies. what? No, <laughs> stop it, Seth. Yeah, no, Dark Knight's great. It's a great movie. Just everything about it, the storyline, and that was crazy. I think the new one too is pretty good. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah, no, it was solid. It, oh, what's his name? Patterson. Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. Yeah. Pattinson. Yeah. I, at first, I wasn't sure how I would like it, but it was it was better than I expected. Yeah. It was much better than I expected. It, it was definitely not the same type of Batman that I thought they would choose, but yeah. it's pretty solid. Well, so. when when you sell when the pitch is the guy from Twilight is now Batman, it's like it's hard <laughs> it's hard to sell that a little bit. I think. But he did it. He did a great job, and you did a great job answering those questions. Yeah. That was pretty impressive <laughs> to come go, up man. with those Thank answers. Yeah. 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 Last time we did this, the music that I play is a minute long, and we had to go through that minute the music like four times. Yeah. And we did even get through the whole song that time. I know. So 
Congratulations. That's legit. That was that was rapid fire at its absolute finest. So, <laughs> so Curtis, I mean, with with school wrapping up, do you, do you have any uh, any any plans over break, going home, doing doing anything fun with with family, friends? Yeah. So I'm just gonna go back to St. Louis, hang out with the family, um, and get my work in. So that's really gonna be the biggest thing. Just focusing on you know this upcoming year. You know, going to work out. Yep. You know, get better, get my mind right for this upcoming year. Uh, you know, of course, like take family time, everything yep. like that. Enjoy it because you know once you, the season starts, really don't have you know many opportunities to go back home really at all so the biggest thing for me is just you know going home really enjoy my family and you know just go from there there you go and and just just tell our our listeners briefly where they can find you on social media and things like that yeah so on instagram it's just curtis ashburn and um twitter the same thing so sweet so everybody listening go follow curtis um support curtis burn and the rest of the tcu baseball team as they start gearing up for 2024 curtis thank you so much for joining the show really appreciate you having uh, sorry really appreciate you coming on to our show um but folks at home listening on the drive or at home um we've still got the rest of the show we're running till 8 p.m tonight so uh we'll be right back here after a quick break but thank you so much curtis for joining us here seriously thank you guys appreciate it Get ready to brighten your day every Wednesday morning from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. It's time for the Radio Girls on KTCU 88.7 FM, your favorite college radio station. Join us as we dive into the world of TCU Horned Frogs, share campus stories, and talk about our favorite girly things. That's right. We've got awesome giveaways and some fabulous tunes to keep you going throughout the morning. So whether you're a devoted horn frog or just looking for some midweek fun, tune in to the Radio Girls. Every Wednesday morning, 8 to 10 a.m., only on KTCU 88.7 FM. Don't miss out on the laughter, story times, and the games. Set your alarm clocks, mark your calendars, and make your Wednesday mornings slay. The Radio Girls, only on KTCU 88.7 FM. Tune in and be a part of the fun. (laughs) 